Hello, this is a very special episode of You Made Me Queer. That's why I'm talking before you hear the theme song. This is my very, very first fully live episode. This was recorded back in December at Comedy Bar in Toronto with a very special guest. Just a few things real quick letting you know I will be at Toronto Comic Con March 18th to 20th is the Comic Con. I will be there on the 19th and 20th. The 19th doing a live show with Dan Parent, creator, illustrator, and writer of Archie Comics. First openly gay character, Kevin Keller. Ooh la la. That show is at 12pm, also known as noon. Please come check it out. And on Sunday, I'm hosting the 30th anniversary reunion panel of the original voice actors from the English language Sailor Freakin' Moon, y'all. That's at 3 p.m. So anyway, lots to see there. Also, real quick, happy birthday to You Made Me Queer. We just turned one year old. It's a very special time. How quickly they grow up and emancipate themselves from you. That's right, You Made Me Queer is uh, probably legally in the process of disowning me, but until then, it's mine. So enjoy this very special live episode. Okay, here we go. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Welcome to You Made Me Queer Live. Please welcome your host, Trevor Campbell! show where, like an old house cat, queer folks look at you with a look in their eyes that simultaneously says, I love you, I'm hungry, and you disgust me. (laughs) One more. Hi, I'm Trevor Campbell, and this is You Made Me Queer, the show where queer people pick it outside the gymnasium until PE class includes a mandatory 20 minutes of bubbles. (laughs) Okay, last one. Hi, I'm Trevor Campbell, and this is You Made Me Queer, the show where I'm not only the president... I'm also a member. (laughs) Thank you, that's right. Every episode, I invite a fantastic 2S LGBTQIA plus guest to point the finger of blame at who and or what made them queer. Normally, I say this in my living room under a fleece blanket while I'm recording a podcast, but tonight we are here live at Comedy Bar! very exciting. Any anti-vaxxers here? (laughs) Just kidding. Could you imagine that was the first bit? Just a nightmare. No, you have been checked at the door. You have had your vaccine passports stamped, so we are in a safe space. But if you were like me, being out still feels kind of weird. It feels a little bit forbidden for me, like something we're going to get smited for in the future. Uh, In the words of my mom on a phone call earlier this week, These are the end times. (laughs) So, that's true, that's true. So, and she's not wrong. So let's go out with a bang. Right? Let's go out with a bang. That's what I'm trying to do anyway. Uh, Recently, I went dancing. 
that's what our world has become. I went dancing and people are like, fuck off! I went dancing for the first time in like two years and it was so great. There were drag queens, there were old friends that I ran into. Um, I did that thing where I get a little bit drunk and then uh, look at you while I'm dancing over my shoulder. <laughs> it's very effective. I recommend it. So it was great, I had a great time, and then at one point I looked at my watch and was like, holy shit, it's almost two. I need to go. So I started looking around, and my friend was like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, what are you looking for? Did you lose your phone or something? And I was like, no. And he's like, did someone take your coat? And I said, no. And he said, well, what's wrong? What are you looking for? And I said, the end meeting button. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I said, I'm looking for the red end meeting button because I'm done. And he was like, this isn't a Zoom call. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? And he said, this isn't a Zoom call. We're like, we're actually out of place. <laughs> And at first I was confused, and then I was real mad. Because that meant I had to physically get home. <laughs> and you laugh at that, but, but tr yeah, let's clap for, I don't know, what is that? Returning to the place where we live? <laughs> yes! But the thing is, for the past two years, we have been able to do, do things. And then when we're done, we click on something, and we are back on the couch, wrist deep in a bag of, cool ranch Doritos. <laughs> and now when you want to end an experience, you have to take the big waxy husk you call a body from the place where you are to the place where you live. More claps for our home. <laughs> yes! Yeah, so I was real mad. And at this point, the TTC had already stopped and an Uber was going to cost $17 which is like two pad ties. <laughs> and if for some reason that uh, sort of metric doesn't resonate with you, first of all, fuck you. And second of all, that's like eight Luna bars, <laughs> give or take, depending on where you shop. So I was not about to throw two pad ties and eight Luna bars into the trash. So I put on my coat and I walked home uphill. It was actually uphill and it took me an hour. <laughs> in the cold, and I sat down on my couch, and I was like, I am never leaving the house again. And I didn't, can you imagine? And they found my body 60 years later in a bag of Cool Ranch. No, what I'm trying to say, the whole point of this thing was, thanks for coming. Because, yes, thank you, thank you so much. Because you too could be at home with a snack, and I mean that in every sense of the word. But instead you are here at beautiful comedy bar in Toronto, Canada, with this tall drink of Shirley Temple. <laughs> Sip on that, bitches. <laughs> Quick thing, in case you were dragged here and you're like, you made me what? What is happening? You Made Me Queer began, uh, before it was a real place thing, as a podcast. Uh, and today I released my 31st episode. You. I know, almost my age, I'm a little bit younger. <laughs> Just kidding, that's not true. Um, yes, so my 31st episode, and I'm not sure if he's here, but my special guest was Paul Bellini, writer from Kids in the Hall and Canada's favorite towel model. Yes! Here's Jennifer Paul Bellini! 
Okay, now stop, because Paul is not my guest tonight. Paul has had his moment. It's on the podcast, so get over it. My guest tonight is someone else. My guest tonight is someone who is very special. You may have met them in the foyer. You may have seen them on TV, on The Expanse, on Baroness Von Sketch Show, or currently on CBC Comedy's smash hit, sort of. You know who I'm talking about. Put your hands together for Amanda Gordner! That's the COVID high five. The new COVID high five. I think there are waves of COVID. We've reached the stool portion of the show. <laughs> By the way, get ready for that. I think we've reached a new dawn. We'll call it a new dawn. That sounds a bit Nazi-esque, but a new dawn of COVID where we're going to be discovering all sorts of new shit we have to do. Sanctions, weird high fives, hazmat suits. Vampire sneeze. <laughs> yeah, right into the arm. But first of all, I want to I wanna do something quick before I unleash you on these lovely people. <laughs> I already did a brief introduction, but I found something online because I was doing a bit of a research too. Um, and there's a site called... By the way, this is a homemade cue card. Because, do you know how much cue cards cost? Do you know how many Lara bars that is? Dollarama. Dollarama has Luna bars. Dollarama has cue cards for cheap? If I'm forced to make a choice, it's always food. Don't start this now. Uh, This is from a website called celebsaga.com, which I think is written by a bot. It is just aggregated from IMDb, from other things. So it just, like, trawled the depths of the internet to pull words that might be about you and made an entire website or like page about Amanda Cordner. So do you want to hear one of the sections? Please. This is very special. I was excited. I was like, did she get someone to write this copy? But I think we'll see. This section is called Amanda Cordner, husband name revealed. Ready? Okay. Ready? Uh, Amanda Cordner is a private persona and seldom shares any details of her personal life. There hasn't been any information updated regarding her relationship. She doesn't have a husband known to the public media as of now. Is this is, I think a robot wrote this. Last last sentence, and it does get better. We will keep you updated as she chooses to disclose the love of her life. You didn't write that up. No, I wish I wrote that. No, that's that's all robots from start to finish. Uh, any comments, Amanda? No comment. So she's been media trained. She knows how to handle it. Is Amanda Corner's husband here tonight? Sweetie? No. Not yet, no. but by the end. Oh, shit. It just got dark. <laughs> So yes, this is Amanda. So normally what I do, because this has always been a podcast, first of all, we're on Zoom, so there's lag, and then I'll be like, hey, where are you? So already all my shit is is ruined. Can you hear me? (laughs) Can you hear me? Let's recreate it. Everything, one of us has wait 10 seconds before (laughs) we answer. I think I need to log off and log back in. Wait one second, okay? Can you see me? The amount of fucking time I've wasted on Zoom calls. Let it out. This is the venue. This is a space for rage. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Do you have any practice with um, 
publicly blaming people for things. <laughs> people are going through a lot. I, you know, I don't blame anyone for anything. Oh, that's real nice. Yeah. But if you did, <laughs> have you ever been in a court of law? No. Really? You? Well, he, listen to this. So one time, when I was in my 20s, I hadn't been to therapy yet. So that excuses it. That's how all the story should start. So anyway, I got in a little car accident. And I was going to have to go to I, what I call court. What? Spoiler, is not court. Yeah. But basically, I had, the cop was like, listen, you can go fight this ticket if you want. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fight it. So I went... First of all, before I went, I literally wrote, because in my mind it's like, court is a few good men, <laughs> is like uh, legally blonde. Yes. So I, I'm not kidding. I was like, well, there's going to be a jury, so I'm going to have to write a speech <laughs> to convince the jury yes. that I, you know, I wasn't at fault, that I just, you know, it was a lapse in judgment and I shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, go to jail. <laughs> so I wrote a speech and I printed out a newspaper article about the weather that day. Mm. <laughs> because I thought, you know, admitted as evidence, uh. it showed that the conditions were extreme. <laughs> <laughs> so, guess, I, how do you think this is going to end? Tell me. I show up. And the cop didn't, so the person, not also not a judge, probably, well, I don't know, I learned nothing, yeah. was like, okay, thrown out. And then they moved on to the next person, and I was like, guys, I have a really good speech. <laughs> Did you get to do it or no? No, no one, I should have brought it tonight. Aww. You weren't thinking. I, I took it so seriously, and I was very scared. I went to College Park to watch a trial. Ooh. To sit in the audience. Oh. <laughs> that was the audience. <laughs> what is it called? I Gallery. Boom! Finger on. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> what do you call the audience in a courtroom? In a courtroom. Uh, so you're just attendees. I oh, think. okay. Attendees. I don't know. Does I'm anyone an attend? Okay, go on. <laughs> I don't remember the trial, but I went with my mom. Oh yeah. We were like, you oh, brought we're at her. Park. Let's go see if there's a trial on. <laughs> <laughs> Went to sit there and yeah, we watched it. I don't remember what it was, what was happening. Though. Oh, that's so anticlimactic. Yeah, but you're supporting our legal system. I just want to be a good citizen. <laughs> if you take nothing else from this, you're yeah, good, any good citizens? Hi, how's it going? Good. This is when I really zoom in and just talk to one person. Zoom. That's zoom. fun for everyone, right? Zoom. So let's let's parlay that. Because okay. I see you being interested in justice, yes. but also in... Peace! <laughs> peace and... No justice! No peace! And also <laughs> rogue justice, where you haven't quite done all the research, but you're already mad. Yeah. Which is also no my way. Well, you can funnel all that through. Yeah. The funnel. Because what I'm going to do here tonight, the reason why I brought you here, and the reason why I brought all these people away from their Cool Ranch Doritos, is because I'm going to give you a very rare chance to hold this microphone, oh. and finally, for once in your goddamn life, point your finger, all of them if you want, okay. of blame at who and or what Amanda Cordner made you queer. <laughs> <laughs> They're in 
Saskatoon right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> is it one person? Yeah. Are you from Saskatoon? No. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I think there. I have a friend here. I, th I think he's from Sorry. Saskatchewan. I just, I've been to yeah. the airport, and that's about it. <laughs> I will not go any further in town. <laughs> I've been to Moose Jaw. Cool. It's, it's fine. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. So who made me queer? Yeah. Who's the person? Is it a person? Yeah. Okay. There can be not a robot. <laughs> the, it was the bot who wrote that article. Yeah. <clears throat> no. No. This woman, girl. She she's funny. She said she's like ah, you're not the first person I've changed. I've turned. I'm like you're not a fucking vampire. <laughs> But she did bite you. For sure! I was always curious. I was always curious. And I would have those conversations. Like, you know, I don't need to be drunk to like kiss a girl. Like, do you need to be drunk to kiss a girl? Like, having con those conversations with my friends in uni. And I was at my 20th birthday. Okay, let me just rewind. Okay, bring it back. Yeah. So I went to York University. And Ooh. yo, Yorkies! <laughs> and so I had an amazing job. I was a sporting events host. Oh, amazing! Exactly, cheerleader with a microphone. I wasn't a PA. I wasn't announcing the games. I was that person who hosted the halftime show. I'm like, you want a t-shirt? Put your hands up in the air! Woo! Was there some crowd division work? Like when I say, oh, right. totally. you say, blah. You say, oh, great. Totally. Wait. Hoo, hoo. YU, YU. Hoo, hoo. YU. Deep in the heart of the YU jungle, you can hear the lions rumble. YU, YU. YU, YU. Totally. And we had like, we had, I had to do advertisements and everything for Monte Carlo. And I fucking sang her tune. Monte Carlo is the final draft of that copy. For real? That wasn't mine. That's their... That's but that's their... every hotel. Monty your home Collins. away from... <laughs> your home away from... Dude, I'm from Oakville, and when we... Oh. Yeah, so now it's like Whole, whole Foods, uh, Yoga Mums, etc. Yeah. But at one time it was a little more farmy, and yeah. we got a Monte Carlo in by the highway. Oh, and I remember the sense of civic pride I had. <laughs> like it felt elevated. Like see, it sounds European. Monte Carlo in. Monte Carlo in. Was that? And that's the second ad you did for that. Just shouting in Italian. Italian. Anyway, I interrupted your story. You were at what? Sports. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> I called myself Amanda, your friendly neighborhood diva. <laughs> and there was someone else who worked in promotions. Her name was Mel. There was a whole team of us. I was the host, but there were people who handed out the t-shirts, got people to sign up for the games. You know, a whole team around the host. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And Mel was so mean to me. She was so effing rude. And singled me but out because I was a rookie. But that's how crushes start, right? Well, You've disrespected I me. I'm in the palm of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, maybe that's my baby. <laughs> 
I did come from, I'm fresh from therapy. Literally, I was like, hey. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to have to end my call early tonight. So it was like, end meeting, which is apparently my theme, and then race on down here. So like, get me before the trauma's back. Uh, but anyway, so you are, you. You're like, you're so mean. Why are you so mean? I didn't do anything. I don't even know you, but she, but I was a rookie. And so they treated me, I guess that was my, uh, what do you call You're it? You're hazing me? Hazing, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah, totally. I had to be in the mascot uniform before I actually got the mic, and I didn't know a lot about sports. Like, I, I needed someone there to tell me when I could speak. What's the York Especially mascot? Especially football. It's a lion. Oh, great. Hence yeah. the song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was your face exposed, or were you full lion? Full, full. Ugh. And they had a boy lion and a girl lion. Oh. I was like, just put me uh, a boy lion, okay? Come on. the mane. <laughs> just give me the mane. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I had to do that my first year, but anyway, rude Mel. <laughs> so for my 20th birthday, I had it at a place called the Friendly Farm. Monte Frog. Carlo Inn. Monte Carlo Inn. <laughs> the got, basement. Hear me up. Great banquet room. room. Yeah. Hot croissants. It's totally really nice. yeah. cheap, cheap alcohol. Good time. Where was it really? It was, it was at a place called, uh, the Friendly Frog. <laughs> in Thornhill. Thornhill, yeah. Ontario. And, yeah, Thornhill. Young Hill. Seals. Great. Yeah. Did they have a Friendly Frog? Okay, so, so take a sip. I don't know. Some of the frog. <laughs> and it's so funny. There was this boy there that I, I had a crush on. And I was like, hey, it's my birthday. You know, can I have a kiss? It's like, oh, wait, I'm only doing wait. this because there's a boy there that I had a crush on that I invited to the. To Does my that party. line work? Can it's my birthday? Kiss? Can I have a kiss? <laughs> no. He was like, I'm only gonna kiss you. I'm gonna kiss you on the cheek, but only because it's your birthday. Okay. Disgusting. So kiss me on the cheek and left. Anyway, pause. Rewind. A bunch of people that I worked with came and invited Mel with them. I did not invite her, but she came to my party. Anyway, a lot of people left except those work people, and Mel was one of them. Yeah. Did and you clock Mel when she came in? I was like, what is this bitch doing here? She's so rude to me at work. Why would she come to my birthday party? Anyway, but I was excited that the other people were there. Okay. So most of the party left, and my work friends and Mel were left and she suggested we play a game called pass the ice pre-covid yo <laughs> is it pre-covid game is it like a hot potato but with your mouth oh, has anyone wow. played this nice have you view. has anyone yeah oh. you've played that's a swallowing hazard don't play that so sexy i guess you sat in a circle and she explained the rules, you pass the ice, and where it melts, you have to make out. Oh, but every time it came between us, she would spit the ice out <laughs> and put her tongue in my mouth. And this was also like pre-consent, yeah. right? Like asking for consent. Hey, Pre-me too. Pre-consent. <laughs> Prehistoric times. Yeah, yeah. We're, this is being taped, so let's just clarify. There was never a pre-consent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Directly to camera, of course there's no pre-consent, but the days before you ask someone, hey, can I put my hand on your shoulder? Hey, can I hug you? Hey, can I shake your hand? Hey, do you feel comfortable if I stroke you on the cheek? And then just once the mood has been totally destroyed, it's allowed to happen. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pro-consent. It's fine. Yeah, go on. 
Anyway, she would either melt the ice or spit it out before she put her tongue in my mouth. I was like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> I was so drunk. Oh, no. And every time, every time it would pass between us, she would do that. Had she ever flirted with you before? No, she was rude. <laughs> every single time before this circumstance. So this caught you totally by totally surprise. Totally off guard. Okay. And then I thought to myself, well, you know, I'm 20. <laughs> and I'm so drunk right now. And like, everybody wants to kiss a girl. And I always wanted to kiss a girl. I'm like, this is the time to kiss a girl. I'm reckless. I'm a cool girl. Yeah, let's kiss this girl. <laughs> and I kissed her all night. And then I ended up in her bed for like three weeks. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Also, I wanna, I wanna see the moment when they're like, they're playing the game. She spits the cue, kisses you. Everyone's like, ah, oh, and then you keep playing. And then the one kiss when everyone's like, I don't think they're gonna stop. <laughs> you should probably go. Oh god! You know, I felt so cool later after it, it ended. My friend drove me home, and I was sitting there, and I was like, oh my god, I made out with a woman tonight. <laughs> that was the first time. Yeah. Oh, and I ever kissed anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Kissed, kissed a woman. Oh, kissed women. Kissed women. Okay. Yeah, and. That group of friends, they invited me out for like a work event. We went to a comedy bar, and I was just like, is this gonna happen again? <sighs> be cool, be cool, be cool. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, just enjoy the night. I'm just like she... holding a cup of ice totally. cubes. Who wants to play? Anyone? <laughs> um, but yeah, she invited me over that night and went back to her place. And this was also, York was on strike. At this time? This could have been any year. Kel's a breeze. a breeze. Ripping into York right. tonight. <laughs> any registrars in the house? Real. Yeah, okay. Oh, so you yeah. just sidled up into that bed the whole strike. The whole strike. I went there every night. My mom would be calling, where are you? I wouldn't answer. Leave me alone, mom. I'm exploring. <laughs> I was also raised Catholic. Oh. So this was like a big thing for me. I feel you in case you didn't pick it up by mom loves the end of days. Yeah. Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I get it. Of course. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm bisexual. It's okay. I still like men. Don't worry. But I also like to play with women. That's okay. I'm going to be okay. I might burn in hell. That's okay. And this was I'm having also, a good time. This was also in an era, and I would say we're still kind of, uh, you know, getting the memo. But when yeah. people treated bisexuality the wrong way, yeah. where they're like, it's the gateway drug to being full-time gay, <laughs> yeah. or like you just yeah. haven't met someone you like enough, yes. or something. So it was probably extra confusing too. It was, and even in high school, I used to. I remember this one instance where I, one of my classmates, I picked her up and put her on the teacher's desk. And she was like, Amanda, you need to get a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know why I did that to her too. Right? I just like, had the impulse and went for it. So, and I wasn't thinking, I, I, thinking back to that moment, I didn't think of it as sexual. I just, she was little, I don't want to pick her up and put her down. Okay, right? First of all, yeah. first please see consent earlier in the conversation. I also, did not ask her for consent. Also, was she like two feet tall? Because I'm picturing sort of like a Chucky doll. Well, she was shorter than me. She was probably I mean, five. There's a wide range in yeah. there, but okay. I'm five six, she was probably five feet. Sounds and I, yeah, I picked her up. Okay. And I, don't, I don't know, I don't even know what led up to that moment. 
moment. <laughs> can't even remember. But I, yeah, I just, right under the armpits, picked her up. <laughs> a man immediate boyfriend. That's right. Someone who's going to let you put them on all kinds of yeah. furniture. <laughs> you made me queer. You made me queer. We'll be right back. And now, back to more You Made Me Queer. You made me queer! Okay, yeah, so, so the, where were we? Were we in the dorm room? It was a strike. That was backwards. I went backwards. Your mom, you're talking about Catholic. My mom! Catholic. Catholic. I, was, I was talking about my mom. Catholicism. Catholicism. Hey, mom. Yeah. Yeah, even though I was raised Catholic, I remember this one day, they were passing around a petition in my church against gay marriage, and before I recognized any queerness in myself, I was like, why the fuck? when I want to stop people from getting married and passed it on. You didn't, it was like, please sign here. Yeah, please sign here, you know, gay people yes. cannot get married in the Catholic Church. And I was like, why not? Right? Skip me. And they were, and they were like, we even got that far yet. We just don't want you to do it. For real. Yeah, for so real. it keeps on going down. Great. But this is, yeah, before I recognize anything in myself. But yeah, like I said, I've always been, I was always curious, just never had the opportunity, but Mel presented the opportunity. For three weeks. Totally. For three, three weeks. Three weeks, and I thought it was explosive. I was like, I've never had an experience like this. We watched the L word together. <laughs> she introduced me to it. Have you ever seen the L word? No, I haven't. What's that show? Let's watch a few episodes. <laughs> and now, and God love everyone under the rainbow spectrum, but now if someone's like, want to watch The L Word, you have permission to just full hand slap them. I actually really love that series. The original or the original? The original, the original. I haven't seen the Gen... There's a new one, right? Gen Z or something? Sure, yeah. The original, know. it's like the old queers folk, which is how I see yeah. you. I cross this bridge, which is like... You, it's like, uh, I don't know, the problematic great-grandfather when you're like, it's not your fault. Like, you did the best you could with the tools you had. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I look at queers folk. And and it has been, ex the L word has been explained to me. Have you seen? Yeah, I've either. seen clips. I've seen real hot clips yeah. of the Shane. Yeah. Who I heard does a lot of hand stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of which... Oh! <laughs> okay, Mel only did hand stuff, and I thought it was like, oh my God, she's so talented. Like, never came. Like, never orgasmed with her. Oh, but I guess this was the first time that I felt like, I felt seen, or I felt... With those hands. I don't know. It just was very sensual. It was very sensual than anything that I've ever experienced. And I had a bad, you know, my first experience with a guy was kind of weird. It was at prom, prom cottage, and he would only talk to me at night. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, want to go for a walk? Always at night. No. Never spoke to me during no. the day. And I thought that that was normal. No. And he had that weird panel van. I mean, it's kind of like what Mel did with the ice cube. Absolutely. It was the same shtick, but... But I didn't... I didn't see it as that, I thought. Like, she sees me. But also, like, and, and two, getting to do that with, you know, even yeah. if it was just hands, like, that mm -hmm. was something you never had access to. Never. And really must have been, like, awakening in so many ways. It was ways. so beautiful. Yeah. So I went to my, you know gender studies class <laughs> and I told this this other woman that I, I used to sit beside her back and I was like I I slept with a woman <laughs> and she, and she, and she was, was like, like oh wait, my wait. god congratulations <laughs> <laughs> 
first she was like, hang on, let me pause my, my yeah. Ani DeFranco seat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what did you say? And I then she said that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. It lasted for three weeks. <laughs> and then she said to me, hey, my girlfriend's back in town. Oh. And we might be getting back together, so this has to end. And she told me, she told me she was using me as a rebound. Oh. Like during the I three weeks? I was fucking devastated at uh. the end of it. At the end of it. And I was like, you know, you know, I'm happy that your girlfriend's coming back and you're working things out. She's like, no, you're not. Oh. I mean, work together. We've worked oh, yeah, together. Yeah, you had to keep doing the lion shows with her. Exactly. Yes. God damn I was it. so messed up. I was so messed up after that. Devastated. I went home and I made a I made a, a video. Oh, oh yeah, on oh, my canon. You know, I shot. Oh, I yes, yes, yes. wrote out this. I wrote this monologue. I made this character. And then oh, so it was already I, through I that lens it. of theater. Exactly. Okay. I, I was so angry and so sad. And he was like, <laughs> driving home. <laughs> you know what? I, I, yeah, I created this character, which I recorded on my Canon camera. But wait, recorded to... driving home, were you actually in the no, car? No, 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 no. Okay, that sounds dangerous. I got home. Okay. Safely. Yes. <laughs> recorded it. No court of law here, no speeding tickets here. That's right, you can't get me. Cancel me. <laughs> this is the thing they'll get me canceled. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went home and I made this YouTube video. This character that I based on stuff that her and her friends had told me. Mm -hmm. Because I was angry and sad and needed an outlet. And, I, and so I made this thing. And they called me at 1 a.m. After I posted it. Oh, because, okay. <laughs> yeah, I posted yeah, you it. Yeah, skipped a key point. So what, was this on like a live journal? What this year was uh, second year university. Okay. Yeah, one more. <laughs> 2008. I made this video, and that's why I, I'm dating myself because I had to shoot it on my Canon, Canon camera. then upload it to my computer, yeah. then upload it to YouTube. <laughs> and then four days later, when four it was days later, later yeah. exactly. Once it, <laughs> once it presented itself it's online, like the they had all watched it. it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They called me at 1 a.m. to berate me about exposing their secrets and I had revealed what they spoke about in private and really I didn't see what I had done wrong at that moment but I sat there and I was like yeah just listening to everyone and her I was trying to hurt her I was back you know a backlash trying to hurt Mel but um her she was like I don't know like I saw your video and yeah, it was cool. Just like all my roommates were upset. Everyone, all the roommates were people that I worked with. Also, I only one know one, Mel. They came on the phone. I only know Mel through you, and that's so Mel. That's so <laughs> Mel. Yeah. To be like half-assed about the whole thing. Half-assed, and then all of her friends, her roommates, my coworkers came on the phone one by one, just yelling. Wait, at me. really? Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. One a.m. That's excruciating. And I sat there. I sat there. Yes. I hear you. I'm sorry. I know. I know. You were apologizing for getting Why used. the fuck? You know what? I'm not friends with any of those people right now. Any of those people. I was retelling this story just the other day. And my friend's like, why don't you hang up? Because I wanted to, you know, they were upset. And I wanted to hear their, I wanted to give them space. 
And maybe if, cool. maybe cool. if the ad mail comes on and is like, but do you want to come over or something what? like that? Maybe at the end Mel's still like, but listen, because I know what you mean where like you are so used to, yeah, yeah, and you are, you think you deserve scraps, you are used to living on scraps yes. for so long that when someone gives you like 10%, this is as a queer person, but I think a lot of people can relate. I someone can. gives you 10% and you're like, yes, oh, thank oh you. my God, love feels good. Of course, and that's what I, and that's what I thought. Yeah. You know, treated at that point when I met her, I guess I was treated like garbage by so many men that when I met her, even though she was treating me the same okay, way, like fucking, I fucking was like, right, exactly. I was like, oh my god, like, oh my god, it's amazing. I've never proved. And this, yes. and this yes. is just with fingers. Just with fingers. She never went down on me. Come she on. didn't even. I know. Wow. <laughs> no, but I thought it was explosive. Okay. I thought this was the most life-changing experience of my life. Yes. Yeah. So and did then, you finally hang up? Yeah, after <laughs> it, it came to a close. And then you know what I did? I spent the next year trying to get back into their good graces. I picked uh, them up. I know, disgusting. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> right? I know, I know. Catholic. No, you're perfect. I know. <laughs> I picked them up every, you know, every weekend. We worked all the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I would pick them up before work, drive them home. Like, I did everything to get back in a good place with them. Even though it was her! I was trying to get back to her! Do you know what that reminds yeah. me of? I had a similar, just not with someone, because I didn't get any yeah. hand action or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> For a long time. But there was the, these friends. I had these two girls in high school. I went to a private Catholic school in uh, the Rust Belt of Ohio. Whoa. Yeah, so go there with your mind and <laughs> cry for me. But at this time I was in the car, I was giving my friend's friend a ride. And I just remember like driving her somewhere I was not going or invited and was going to drop her off and then go home with my physical body because Zoom was not invented yet. And uh, I don't remember what she was talking about, but at one point she's like, you're just really immature for your age. And I was like, I know. <laughs> And then like drove her somewhere and was like, bye, have a great time. Because at you know, at that time I was like, this feels good. Yeah. This is I'm experiencing emotions and you know, being valued in some way. So I get it. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. And then Fuck eventually, you, Megan. Uh, <laughs> her name Megan. was Megan. Megan. I'm still immature for my age, so it's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, but after a while, I remember this she threw Mel through a kegger. And at this point, you know, months had passed, and I went to that kegger looking fine. She's like, hey, can I talk to you? Yeah, sure. Yeah, can we just go, you know, I want to come to my room. Sure. She's like, hey, I just want to apologize for the way that I treated you. And, you know, look at you. Like, you take care of yourself, and you're so amazing. And, you know, I really fucked up. Like, totally, you did. And then she came on to me. I'm like, oh. you're not apologizing! No, you can't. You're just trying to get me in your bed again! It worked. <laughs> and then all of her friends were like, hey, you know, I acknowledge that she did treat me. She did take advantage of me. And She acknowledged, wait, her friends acknowledged that to you? Uh, to me. Like, okay. they came up to me after I spent the year trying to get back in their good graces. But they, I guess they understood where that video <laughs> came from and I guess after observing her behavior with other people but uh, we became friends 
There was no, like, nothing beyond friendship after. No, no. Because, like I said, I was used as a rebound. And and then her girlfriend came back in town. And her girlfriend came to a game, came to a hockey game. Ah. And she fucking volunteered for one of the halftime shows. So I had to introduce her explain the game to her oh no when she won i had to announce hey everybody get put your hands (laughs) justine oh my the acting the acting skills that i had to employ there's like no way to be more of a human carpet than like introduce her here she is in town And I was very, I was very civil, very diplomatic. If not, I celebrated her. <laughs> and here she is. Put your hands Justine! together for Justine. Can you imagine? God damn it. So, so that was it. And it, like, how did you? Where did you go next? Because you needed a good queer experience after that. Yeah. <laughs> I had many. Actually, my second, I met on the dance floor. Oh, it was this York Times? I was in school. Okay. But she didn't go to York. Um, does anyone remember the party Cherry Bomb? Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> I miss that party so much. So hot. That so was, hot. That was at, uh, what's it called? At Rec Room, right? So Lord it used Bathurst? to be, right now it's the Snakes and Lattes. <laughs> But that party used to be Andy Cool uh, Hall. It was Andy Cool Hall. Exactly. Yes. Which is the same song. Yeah, it's a board game. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And DJ Cosmic Cat at midnight, every party, once mm-hmm. a month, I went monthly. She would say, Okay, everybody, it's midnight. If you don't have someone, find someone because you better be making out. I just love that prompt because yeah. I was like, okay, you know, if I didn't have someone, looking around, looking around, come, 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 come. Yeah. So drop everything, just find someone and do totally. it. And yeah. I met this amazing, like amazing girl that night. We danced together and she asked my phone number. She's like, hey, just let you know, I get really excited about these things and I'm going to text you right away. Okay, please. <laughs> but what's really cool. Uh, we went out to dinner. We spent all night together talking. It was amazing. But she was a boxer, trained oh, boxer. And she so told me hot. on the first date so hot. Yes. that her hands were technically registered weapons. And she's like, if I get into Open. a fight, yeah. like, if I get into a fight with someone, it would be considered assault with a deadly weapon. Wow. <laughs> and then as she continued to talk, you got into like a Linda Blair crab position. Right? <laughs> Just like, Please. I'm still listening, I'm still listening. Yeah. Please. Totally. I fell for her. I fell for her so hard. <sighs> but also, she was a fuckboy too, you know? The boxers always the are. Boxers. <laughs> Am I right? Did she I'm also kidding. keep the gloves on? Because with the... No. Okay. No. Can you imagine? She's just like, ah, ah, ah. is this good for you? But I think, you know, I think I, I, was, I was crazy, crazy. Yeah. You know, I just remember this one time I called her. I called her and she didn't call me back and she usually just gets back to me so quickly and I didn't think anything of it, but I called her multiple times and she was like, hey, is everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. I just think, you know, I hadn't heard from you. Oh, I was busy. Sorry. You know, I didn't realize that was a bad thing. You know when you realize oh. that those things are yeah. 
not good. Oh yeah. To um, call someone, I, I think yeah. I didn't think anything of it in the moment. I was like, oh. Let me just try again. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're not oh, writing back. Let they, me just try again. <laughs> <to get laughs> yeah. My message. Yeah. One of my classic, back in like early 2000s, when I used to send Facebook messages yeah. to guys I knew through friends who I'd never met, who I thought were cute, already like, don't do it, is the lesson from that experience. <laughs> but I would do it, and then like, message them in, like, we should get a drink, and they're like, yeah. And no date, no time, nothing. Yeah. And I'd always be like, hey, it's me again. So like, just wondering like, what your weekend's looking like. And they would never do anything. And so to the point, my final thing I would say, yeah. this is so embarrassing. I would be like, just so you know, I'm a really forward person, so like, you're gonna have to tell me I don't want to go on a date with you, or I'm just gonna keep messaging you. Oh. But yeah, I know. I was like, I don't know. I was being proactive. I so, yeah. I think that is proactive. That's what winners do. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the stakes are so bad. Like either dump me before we've gone on a date. Or I'm just like what forever. <laughs> but you know what's funny? She said to me, "Hey, I get really excited. I'm gonna be messaging you a lot." I'm and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I welcome that." And then I did the same thing back, and it wasn't welcomed. It's almost like people don't know what they want. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, Amanda, is there anyone yeah. else you want to blame? Because. We were running out of time. And I wish we were just getting started, but we have a show after. And I've tried to cancel them and I couldn't do it. So. No. I don't have anyone to blame. Great. But myself. <laughs> and the last person's me. Cue spotlight. Can you imagine? Yeah. Monologue. Uh, <clears throat> so oh, we've reached. Two, two solid flesh would melt. <laughs> I told the show I was like, just in case I bail. Do you have 60 ready. minutes? She's like, I've got it. 60 minutes? Yeah, that's how long I booked the venue. Okay. Anyway, we're moving on to a segment because we both do improv and segment work. You can clap for that. You don't have to. So, we're versatile. We're, it's fine. Amanda, would you like to play a game? Yes. Great. This game is called a Queer, Queerer, Queerist. Queerer. Queerist. That sound cute. And my theme song was provided by Critty. For more for music, check out lavenderbrewsters.bandcamp.com. Critty. The game is called You Made Me Queer. Do you still want to play? Yes. Okay, great. My card for that is on the floor. I got so excited when you came and I threw them everywhere. Do I need to stand? No, please, please stay sitting. <clears throat> These rules are very simple. I'm going to give you three things. Okay. You are going to put them in order from least queer, don't drop the card, Campbell, least queer to most queer, and tell me why. Okay. Any questions? No. Oh, and you may notice there's a piece of paper on your table. Oh. With the words queer, queerer, queerest. Possibly yeah. a pen. Maybe there's a pen in your purse, merce, or other... So, uh, get those handy for the next segment. You can play along and win a prize. Okay, I'm going to tell you three things. Okay. Put them in order from least queer to most queer. Tell me why you are going to make your own order on that piece of paper. Do not say it. Oh, are they guessing my, my oh, order? Oh, I'm going to... Don't you step oh. on my game. <laughs> All in due time, baby. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> attention. Thing number one, Pez dispensers. Okay. Are you familiar? Yes. Small, for anyone who's not, small plastic 
device, kind of like the handle of a gun, but it shoots basically candy pills. You lift um, the head and it... Yeah. <laughs> what was their old uh, commercial uh, slogan again? I don't know. What was the Monte Carlo one? Monte Carlo. What, what Pez? What with Pez? Do it with Pez. Pez dispensers are... <laughs> home away from home. <laughs> Thing number two. What's a callback? Thing number two. That feeling you get when you're walking down the stairs mm. and there's one extra stair. But you <laughs> thought you were done and you're like, ah! Okay. Yeah, that feeling. Thing number two. <laughs> Thing number three. Mm. Socks as souvenirs. <laughs> brought back for you, brought back by you. Socks as souvenirs. So folks, on your piece of paper, please order least queer to most queer because we work in the theater and we start with the non-drama and go to the drama-drama. Uh, least queer to most queer. Don't say it out loud. You think of it. Or do you also, don't say it out loud yet. Okay. You tell me when you're good and ready. Because I have to wait for these, these people to write. <laughs> Monte Carlo win. My home away from home. That's why I've warmed up for right. that. Uh, are you more or less ready? Mount Great song. Who wrote that? I also I truly do want to know like who was at the piano? Like gotta write that alarm for so <laughs> I almost got it. I got it. Honey, I got it. Come in, come in the room. I got it. Um, are you ready? You're ready. Okay, good. So here's how this is going to work. Amanda is about to give you her order. Your order is already written. If your order matches Amanda Cordner's order, you win a Bellwoods Brewery prize pack valued at $50 with all sorts of beers. Yes, Hot. we so hot, the beer's cold. But we love Bowens, <laughs> bottles, cans, bottle openers, swag things, and you win your choice, either yellow or coral pink, of a You Made Me Queer poster. They're very beautiful. They are screen printed, designed by Okushi Yuji, who lives in Tokyo. So international here. You can also buy a poster for 10 Bowens. Bones. <laughs> Bones, a.k.a. Doll Hairs. Doll Hairs? You, I know Amanda originally because you were my barista at Green Beanery. No way. And I remember you saying oh doll hairs instead of dollars, oh and I thought, God. she's funny. Oh, that's so beautiful. You still got it. I also told someone they ordered a chai latte, and she's like, how much is it? And I'm like, the price is your baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> this is why people in the, the art should always be government funded. Because if not, when actors are not in a contract, they're suddenly working at your freaking second oh my god! shit like this. We had a tea, we, I remember at the Green Meeting, we had a tea called White Fairy. And so one of my coworkers, Matt, who's like a flaming gay, white gay, I was like, Whoa. whenever someone ordered the white... Uh, it was, was a read, no, I'm just kidding. Whenever this someone... is when we find out she hates gay people. No way. It's a flaming gay. Okay, go on. Is that wrong? No, it's a flaming Are you white kidding? Gay. I'm fucking yeah. on fire right now. So whenever someone, <laughs> whenever someone ordered the white fairy, I was like, Matt, 
after ordering. <laughs> <laughs> and he backward somersaulted oh, across the counter. Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, this is um, time. Good, nice stalling while people kept writing. <clears throat> Prizes to be won. Keep your sheets private. I didn't write that part in advance, obviously. Uh, let's go to Amanda. Amanda, least queer. Least queer, I'd say, are the socks. Socks as souvenirs. Socks as a souvenir. Wow. People beg to differ. <laughs> I don't know queers queers in my life and hogan's hot. Okay, yeah, tell tell us why. I just didn't think of it as queer. (laughs) That is the least queer thing I've ever heard. It's funny. funny. This is a real fast game. Uh, Yeah. Queerer. Queerer, I'd say, is the feeling of (laughs) missing that step. Tell us why. Because Sometimes being queer is like missing that stuff. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. It's like missing or, that step. No, maybe when explaining to my family, like I'm half Italian, half Trinidadian. Yes. And so explaining to them what queerness is or what it means that's to the me. way you did it yeah like it's like expecting an extra or, step no how no no no. how i feel oh, when it. i'm explaining it to them oh, is yeah, like yeah, missing yeah. that step <laughs> yeah oh. when they're like i don't get it yeah yeah they're escalator people sure queerest <laughs> the pez the Pez! Poppers! I just thought yeah. I'd be... <laughs> <laughs> Pop that shit in your mouth. Yes! You lift people. the head, and you get some candy. <laughs> right? Right? 100%. And a Pez dispenser is always giving consent. Well, you Am I, touch is that the right? head. You know, you give some head and get some candy. But also, they... <laughs> I, oh, I do see what you're doing. Candy? But uh, yeah, it's not. You're not prime. Anyway, this is getting weird. It's getting. I made it weird. I took it weird. So make let's it weird. Make it weird. Let's recap, and then we'll make it weird again. Least socks as souvenirs. Too much to your chagrin. Queerer, that feeling of Amanda coming out to her Italian Trinidadian family, <laughs> aka extra steps. Extra step syndrome is what we'll call that. Queerest. Pez dispensers. Yes. Oh, yes. Did you get it? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Mr. Brian Cope, like a.k.a. Miss Joanna right? DeWitt and the Friends. Okay, but we haven't announced a winner yet. Is the thing. So first, before we go over to you, I'm going to... Listen. If I'm not part of this joke, it's not happening. Okay? So fill me in. I want to be part of it. Okay, so first I'm going to check my uh, academic rubric, which is on my card on the floor. I, oh. I have very good vision. I have LASIK in my 20s. Um, instead of getting adult braces again, which I needed because my teeth are slipping. Uh, Amanda, congratulations. 100% A+. plus. You are, in fact, a queer person. Please put your hands together. Whoa. Do I win a prize? Oh. oh. I'm the only prizes for them. But if you, so now look at your card and synchronize your thoughts with my sweet little guest. If you wrote in the same order, socks as souvenirs, extra step syndrome, Pez dispenser, please put up your hand. Oh no. 
Just one person? I thought we were gonna have to mud wrestle to break the tie. That's amazing. Congratulations. Too old for that shit. Congratulations, Johnny Walker. You are the winner of the prize. Come oh, see me after. That was Johnny. Oh, was hey. Hey, Johnny. This is when you you do a show in a real sweet room in your hometown. You know everyone by name. So, Johnny, you won a prize. Come see both of us uh, in our panel van after the show, and we'll get, <laughs> we'll get that to you just fine. Uh, consent cons first. Consent if first. If you want to get into the panel van, we will ask you first. Why or want a nice cube? <laughs> Come on. Or nice. just get on that thing where you're like, it's midnight, everyone make out. Make out. <laughs> so Amanda, before oh, I let you go, and I don't want to. Let me go. But <laughs> never let me go. Call me no. by your name. Let me go. Uh, <laughs> let me fly. Oh, she wants to. She's out. She's like, you booked me for an hour. Yo, 8.58! I know! She's like, I, I need money on the table if I'm staying up real. tonight. I know. I know, I brought that from home. In my Nana cart, real quick. Came here on transit, like a peasant. I walked. With my Nana cart, it's fine. Uh, and the disco ball, the only thing peeking out the top was a disco ball. And I was like, Aww. I could have grown up to become anything, and I became this. <laughs> Nana card full of disco balls. It's, no, I'm You're fine with so it. Well. Thank you so much. So are you. Thank you. It's sure great to have this time together. So before I say goodbye, and I don't want to, Amanda Cordner, anything yeah. you want to plug? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I plugged your shit when we started, I guess. Yeah. Is truly nothing? No. It's social handles? <laughs> no. Google her. Go to celebsaga.com for all your Amanda Cordner news. Who's her husband? They know. <laughs> Keep going there. Give that bot some love. But in the meantime, here's me at my full height. Please put your hands together for Amanda Cordner! <laughs> So, so, so much for coming. This was my first ever live show. Thank you. I really hope you had fun. I hope if you're not queer, you're at least questioning by this point. Because I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, look at what that brings to the table. So thank you for coming. I love you. I love you. If you like this and you want to hear more... Thank you, thank you, keep clapping. You can listen to You Made Me Queer on the Sonar Network. We have episodes every other Thursday, but we're doing a little holiday break now, so just dive into the back catalog. 31 juicy hours of this fucking vocal fry. Right, right? Thank you for coming. Stay if you want. If not, get home safe. I love you. You belong to me. Good night.